Welcome to the Abode Church Podcast. The Abode Church is a group of house churches made up of believers who are coming together to become people who abide in Jesus. I am your host, Josh Nutri, and I am super excited to be with you today. Thank you all for joining me. This is episode zero, our introduction episode to the Abode podcast. I'll be introducing the heart and the purpose behind this podcast, as well as a little bit about myself, since you will be hearing from me weekly. The Abode is a community of house churches that come together to become people who abide in Jesus. The Abode was began by Austin Rumpel and some close friends in the North Houston area in 2016. Since then, the abode has expanded and now has churches in the Dallas area as well as in Malawi, Africa, and other possibilities looming on the horizon. The way this podcast will work is every week I will interview a different guest, whether it's one of the leaders or members of a different house church in one of our locations. We will hear about what God is doing in their lives individually as well as what God is doing in their church corporate life in their area. Followed by that, I will be giving a Devo, usually no longer than about 10 minutes, that will hopefully be able to bless your time and your week in between your meetings of the abode. A bit about myself. Like I mentioned, my name is Josh Gentry, and since you'll be hearing from me weekly, I'm not going to tell you everything about me, but I want to give you a little bit of my testimony and who I am, and you'll get to know me better every week as I talk with our different guests. I am 24 years old and I was born and raised in the North Houston area. I've been married for five years to my incredible, beautiful wife, Taylor. We have two children. We have a three-year-old named Carter and a one-year-old named Margaret. I have a degree in biblical text and I'm close to finishing my Master's of Divinity as well. I grew up in a Christian home where both my parents were there. I have a sister who's four years younger than me. Like I mentioned, I grew up in Spring, which is in the North Houston area my whole life. I grew up in the church. I was baptized at a young age. I accepted Christ in my heart at about seven years old. I just prayed a prayer that everyone else was doing because it's what everybody did. I grew up like a normal kid in my area. I grew up playing sports. I loved anything that your average kid would. I did things because it was natural, it's what everyone else was doing, and I never really had to think of anything or do anything individually until I started around the age of middle school. It was at that time at 12 years old when one of my best friends that I grew up with in church was killed in a car wreck that I faced the first real hard time in my whole entire life. And not only was it a hard time, but it was a major faith crisis for me because up until then I grew up with this distorted view of Christianity and of God, and it was no one's fault. It was just a cultural thing that I was under the impression that if you were a Christian, then life was good and everything was easy. When my friend Jonathan was killed in that car crash, I didn't stop believing in God, but instead I was angry with him. I had this bitter resentment that built up inside of me towards God, and for the next four years, I was in absolute terror. I was angry. I was getting into fights all the time, and I found myself just spiraling down this path of rebellion to this faith that I grew up in and towards everyone who was closest to me. Me. Through all this time, though, I continued going to church with my family, and it's incredible, and it's truly a testimony of faithfulness of God as well as some of the people serving Him that my youth pastors did not give up on me in this time. 
It was at Wood's Edge growing up where I met Austin Rompel, who began the abode. And that's where I got plugged in with starting this podcast to hopefully be able to bless our community. But our youth pastors never gave up on me despite the terror I was having been a youth pastor for the last couple of years. I would have kicked me out of my youth group without a doubt. But it was the summer when I was 16 years old at beach camp with the youth group that one night in the middle of the week. And if you've been to church camp, you know the night. It's the night where the worship seems more real than it's ever been. And everybody's crying and and weeping and making life-changing decisions that me and my best friend got up. And we went and spoke with our cabin leader and we prayed and we just felt God speaking to us personally. And we prayed that we wanted to change our lives that we wanted to truly let Christ dwell inside of us and change us and we wanted to actually live a life fully devoted to him it wasn't this perfect immediate complete transformation but there was an immediate change in me immediately I began plugging in at church and I wasn't just attending for the fun that I could get out of it but I was serving I was stepping into leadership roles and I was really beginning to feel God and hear God speak to me personally for the first time in my life Shortly after that, Austin started this Thursday night small group that I helped him lead with a couple of other of our friends. And it was really through leading this that I got the first foot in the door into ministry, into teaching, and into pastoring with our fellow teens. There's no adults at this Thursday night small group. It was just teens. It was here that I really began to feel God's call in my life towards ministry. And so upon graduating, I went to Abilene Christian where I studied and got my degree in biblical text. Throughout my senior year in high school, I began dating my now wife, Taylor. We started as just uh, two friends who were going to go to prom together who started to fall in love. And it was incredible. Well, fast forward, she takes a gap year from school after graduating, and I go to Abilene. My first year is terrific. I'm a Bible major, and I think I'm learning everything, and I'm ready for ministry. And then the next year, Taylor and I get married, and there's this transition, right? I go from being 19 years old as a sophomore in college to being 19 years old, married, having to work full time, and being in college. And it was in this that I started to feel this inadequacy towards ministry because I saw my fellow Bible majors who were single still and they had all this energy and time to just dive all in. But I had to be there and present for my wife as well as for my studies and my job. And so I began to have this second faith crisis where I I felt like I was inadequate. And I saw some people at my school who seemed to just be hypocrites towards their faiths. And then I saw these Bible majors who seemed to be so much greater in their faith than I was because they were able to put time in that I couldn't. And I started to get this distorted view again of Christianity and what it meant to be living for Christ that made me start to doubt God's calling in my life. And I had this second real faith crisis where I started to doubt if I was equipped for the job. And instead of remembering who it was who called me and who empowered me, I started looking at all of my shortcomings and imperfections. And it was through some pastoral leadership and care of some of my pastors who showed me, you know, it's it's broken people who lead in God's church. And it's not about being perfect and having it all together, but it's 
about having a heart that's set on following God and set on being conformed to the image of Christ that I began to realize that it's in my weakness that Christ is made strong and that I'm completely equipped to serve and to minister in God's kingdom, not because of how great I am, but because of how great the God is that I serve. I graduated in four years, which was a miracle considering I was working full time and my senior year is right. So I got married my sophomore year and then my senior year, my wife and I have our son. Our son Carter's born early into our marriage. We'd only been married about 20 months or so when he was born and he is the biggest blessing. But man, this kid threw a curveball into our plans. I had about eight months left till I graduated and now not only am I working full time and I have a wife, but I also have a newborn somehow through God um, just being there and giving me the strength and the courage and the um, knowledge and the wisdom and the patience like God was so good through this time I still was able to graduate and from there we moved to East Texas where for the next two a little more than two years I ministered in a church as a youth pastor and it was a great time of growth and really spreading our wings on our own that we uh, grew a ton as a family our daughter was born there as well right around the time our son was one we found out we were pregnant with our daughter and she was born in July of 2017 man she is our sour patch kid our son he is super sweet and all boy and likes to run and play and wrestle and throw stuff our daughter is the kind of kid who will whack you with a toy and then give you a kiss she's our sour patch kid she is sweet but she's psycho she's so great but it was in this time of growing our family, continuing and growing in our ministry and in our leadership in the kingdom that we really came into ourselves. But because of our early on growth and our decisions to, to not hold off on family and on life, that my wife didn't get to finish her time in school. And so we knew we needed to, to have the opportunity for Taylor to be able to finish her schooling because she wants to be a nurse ultimately in labor and delivery and she hadn't finished her school. So we knew we needed to have something change. So we stepped out of our role in ministry and we moved back to the North Houston area where we've been for the last few months and immediately upon coming back I reached out to Austin because I remembered that community I had on Thursday nights in high school and I wanted that for Taylor and for myself. While Palestine was great for us and we grew so much, there was not a community of people who were our age. It's nothing against the church and the family we had there. We love them and we're so thankful and grateful for what they did for us. But it's simply the fact that Palestine didn't have people our age and people in our walks of life who were plugged into communities of faith. And so being able to get back to the Houston area where Taylor has been able to prepared to return to school and we were able to also dive into a community of people closer to our walks of life that we got plugged into the abode and so I'm newer on the scene here but I've been loving every second of this community and of this family since then it's given Taylor and myself just this fellowship and this brethren to lock arms with as we go to war day in and day out in faith and so there's just a brief 30,000 foot view of myself and my testimony 
currently I am actually substitute teaching hopefully in the next few weeks that will change I've got a couple of places that I'm interviewing with that are looking promising hopefully I have good news for you on the horizon of God's faithfulness and calling for me but until then I'm just patiently trying to uh, wait on God's timing it's been a another test of faith because we came back just expecting to be able to jump in to a ministry and to continue um, serving in the kingdom we know that this is our calling so we were expecting for it to just be immediate but God has been teaching us patience and trust in his timing that it is always perfect and good and so in full transparency it's been a bit of a struggle but having this abode family and having our actual family being here has been able to help us survive this awkward transition season that's a bit about me i'm super excited to be able to get this opportunity as we begin to connect and encourage and edify and build up our brethren across Houston, Dallas, Malawi, and hopefully more to come as we expand the kingdom of God and link arms with our brothers and sisters, continuing to abide in Jesus Christ and grow in his image and dwell in the power of the Spirit. Friends, brothers, and sisters, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Go in the power of Christ and in the power of his spirit. Continue to abide in him and have a blessed week.